An excerpt from Camp Femdon by Kylie Gable and Claudia Acosta. One summer camp tradition was that the male campers and female campers would engage in a mammoth prank war. Doorknobs would be covered with vegetable oil and panties would be hung on flagpoles. This year was different. First, the counselors had become involved as well as secondly, it had escalated quickly to ridiculous lengths. Nobody could remember who started it, but now it was personal. There were always tensions between the boys and girls at the camp. The grounds were extensive, but they were built during a time when the guys would do outdoor activities and the girls would do needlepoint and make wallets. The guys never liked having to share, and they let the girls know it. When the girls had the lake for a late morning swim, the male counselors snuck into the female counselor's cabin and took every bra and panty they could find. As there were 78 male campers and only 52 female ones, there were eight male counselors and only five for the girls. This gave the boys a huge numerical advantage, both among the counselors and the campers, a fact that they used to win the prank war year after year. Now in possession of all their counterparts' underwear, the male counselors decided to hang them from the trees at the far end of the camp. They took their ill-gotten lingerie and headed to the trees, leaving Pete and Sean behind to guard their own cabin, unless the girls tried to retaliate. Only now did it seem ridiculous to Sean that he and Pete were expected to somehow hold off five angry and determined women. The girls did arrive and quickly overpowered them. Sean still remembered his crush, Amber Lee, twisting his arm up behind his back so her friend DJ could duct tape his hands together behind his back. Sean felt himself being hauled up to his feet. He couldn't see what was going on, but he felt his t-shirt being cut off his body, leaving him in only his shorts. His ankles were taped together, but he was made to hop over to where Pete had been. Meanwhile, Pete was dragged over to the spot he had been laying in. The shirt was unceremoniously pulled from his head, and he saw Amber's smiling face. With her were DJ and Diane. Are you ready for your makeover? asked DJ. She was an athletic blonde girl who was a few inches taller than he was. She had deep blue eyes, and he searched them for any sign of mercy, but found none. Sean tried to speak, but his mouth was gagged with Amber's bikini top, and though he could make faint sounds, he couldn't make himself understood. Amber began to rub Nair into his chest and his legs, while DJ held his taped feet flat so that Diane could apply polish to his toenails. This was so humiliating. To Sean's mind, it was far worse than getting your underwear hung from a tree. As the Nair did its work, Sean wanted badly to wash it, or at least scratch it. The chemicals were itching and even burning his skin a little. He also knew that they would soon make him hairless. The girls could see his discomfort, and it made them giggle among themselves. He couldn't even wiggle his feet. DJ made sure of that. Instead, he sat there passively as his toes turned bright red. He could now see what they had done to Pete, and he knew that he'd be getting the same treatment. 
Mmph! He grunted into the swimsuit, gagging him. Don't even try talking your way out of it, said DJ. You're not sorry. You're just sorry we got the upper hand. Mmph! He tried to scream for help in vain. Let's do this, said Diane. Just like they had done to Pete, Amber took responsibility for slathering Nair on Sean, while DJ and Diane worked together to paint his toes. Unlike Pete, Sean had long hair, so he got the curling iron treatment from DJ and Diane when they were done with his nails. This left Amber to do his makeup. The foundation was cold to the touch, but Amber's soft fingers made its application almost feel like a massage, even though it felt strange to have makeup on his face. Amber was meticulous with her makeup application, applying loose powder after the liquid. As she lined his eyes with jet black pencil, Cat eyes? What else? asked DJ. His eyes really do pop with makeup. He's starting to look quite a bit more girly, said Diane. I'm trying to do his makeup the same way I do my own, replied Amber. Keep doing it, said DJ. It's working. Amber chose to blend a soft purple and a deep rose eyeshadow on Sean's eyes while applying thick mascara to his lashes. He looked so pathetic, with his heavily made-up eyes and soft curls peering out of the swimsuit stuffed in his mouth. I could do a better job if I could take off the gag, said Amber, as she finished his eyes. Not just yet, said Diane. Yeah, I don't want to hear him screaming for mercy right now, agreed DJ. It's time for the clothes. The girls untaped Sean and Pete's feet and hauled them into standing positions. You know, if you guys would have worked on your tans instead of staying inside playing video games, we wouldn't have to put pantyhose on you, said Amber. Don't you dare run these, said DJ. We don't have many at camp. Both boys were dressed. The girls had obviously planned ahead, because they had a strapless fuchsia bra and matching panties for Sean, and baby blue for Pete. Because they were strapless, they could be applied to the guys without untaping their wrists. Sean was put into a fuchsia halter dress that came just past his knees in the back, but rose to thigh level in the front. It had ruching detail all the way down the front of the dress, and Sean couldn't help wonder who would bring such a dressy outfit to camp, even as the girls crammed his feet into a pair of white high-heeled sandals. You know, his polish clashes with that dress, said Diane. It's close enough, replied DJ. Let's take care of Pete, said Amber. <laughs> I think that's Priscilla now, teased DJ. She could hear him groan into his gag and considered it a victory. Pete was placed in a baby blue strapless pleated chiffon dress that only came to mid-thigh. It was a very sexy dress, but much more appropriate for camp activities than the one that Sean was in. His dress also had white, strappy, high-heeled sandals with it, but these actually fit him perfectly. The bathroom was constructed so that the toilet stalls and sinks were in the front part, and behind a wall there were five shower stalls. The boys were led back to the shower stall and made to face each other. 
As DJ pressed their bodies together, Diane wrapped rope around the torsos, leaving their faces only a couple of inches away from each other. I wish we could put lipstick on them, said Amber. Why can't we? asked DJ. We'd have to take the gags out, obviously, replied Amber. Do you really think these two want to scream for help and have anybody see them like this? asked DJ. That's a really good point, agreed Diane. Diane removed Pete's gag and DJ removed Sean's so that Amber could paint both their lips with a bright lipstick for Sean and a red one for Pete. Please, begged Pete, let us go. Oh, we will eventually, said Amber. For now, pucker up. Look, I know we've been jerks, said Sean. What do you want from us? Right now, said Diane, we want you to get down on the ground. What? asked Sean, just before the girls lowered them to the ground and tied their ankles together. Have fun, boy, said Amber as the girls began to leave. Are they going to be okay like that? asked Diane. We'll get some senior campers to watch them. I'm sure they'll be happy to, said DJ.